Hello and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Milden Hall for the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord 2019. In today's homily, we look and reflect upon how Jesus, in humbling himself to being baptised, shares the lot of sinners. And in sharing the lot of sinners, he stands as one of us as he begins his mission to save us. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptised by John. John tried to dissuade him. It is I who need baptism from you, he said, and yet you come to me. But Jesus replied, leave it like this for the time being. It is fitting that we should in this way do all that righteousness demands. At this, John gave in to him. As soon as Jesus was baptised, he came up from the water, and suddenly the heavens opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming down on him. And a voice spoke from heaven, This is my Son, the Beloved. My favour rests on him. The Gospel of the Lord. This is my son, the beloved. My favour rests on him. On an October evening in 1958, Cardinal Angelo Giuseppe Roncalli spoke of the shock that he felt at being elected Pope. The Cardinal would soon be known to the world as Pope John XXIII. The Pope, of course, who instigated the Second Vatican Council. But within a few hours after his election, he was already suggesting to his advisers that on the next few days he would visit the prison on the outskirts of Rome. Now, he wasn't able to make it in the next few days. I think his advisers pointed out there might be a couple of things he needed to do first. Um, so it wasn't until Christmas time that the visit took place. The new pope quickly won the heart of the prisoners. He told them he had come to visit them as Joseph, his brother, their brother, and pointed out that even a couple of his own relatives had served time in prison. I want my heart to be close to yours, he told them. I want to see the world through your eyes. And today, those very same words can be found inscribed on a plaque in the prison chapel. It wasn't only what the Pope said, but the very fact that he was there, that he had come among them as one of them, that touched the hearts of many of the prisoners. There were tears in the eyes, even of some of the prison officers, as well as the inmates. Today, we celebrate the Feast of the Baptism, the fact that Jesus, God's own son, has come amongst us, has come into our world as one of us, has associated himself with us sinners and has been baptised at the hands of one of his own creatures. 
The baptism that John the baptism, uh, Baptist offered sorry, was not the same as our sacrament of baptism. Rather, it was a ceremony through which people publicly expressed sorrow for their sins and a desire for God's forgiveness. So when we consider the, the nature of this baptism of repentance, it's extraordinary that Jesus joins the people to be baptised. He The utterly sinless one, the perfect God, has no need of such a ceremonious cleansing. And yet, he joins the queue, making himself one with sinful humanity. And humbly, he seeks baptism from his cousin, John. John senses that there's something a bit out of place with all of this. It is I, he argues, who needs baptism from you. But Jesus brushes this objection aside. Leave it like this for the time being, he says. And he goes on to explain that this is the way to fulfill all that righteousness demands. In other words, all that the Father plans to do in and through Jesus. The words of Isaiah in our first reading offers the perfect commentary on this mission, um, on on the Father's plan. Jesus is God's chosen one, endowed with God's spirit, sent to bring true justice to the nations and always acting with gentleness and compassion, especially towards sinners. He will not break the crushed reed, nor quench the wavering flame. Here on the banks of the Jordan, Jesus' mission begins. John, however, must have quickly realised that this initial gut reaction to baptising Jesus was not misplaced because as soon as Jesus emerges from the Jordan, still wet with the water, the heavens are torn open and the Holy Spirit descends upon Jesus and the Father's voice is heard. This is my Son, the Beloved. My favour rests on him. The prisoners who rejected, sorry, the prisoners who rejoiced to see Pope John XXIII in their midst were particularly moved by his reaction when one of their number, a murderer no less, fell on his knees before the Pope and cried out, Holy Father, can there be forgiveness even for the likes of me? And Pope John's immediate response was to raise the man to his feet and put his arms around him like the father in the parable of the prodigal son, embracing his wayward boy. Both the action of Pope John XXIII and Jesus' baptism carry a powerful message for us. He's plunging into the waters of the Jordan, shoulder to shoulder with sinners, together with the wonders of his ministry that followed, are a revelation of who Jesus is, God's beloved son, but also of who he is for us, one of us, our saving Lord. At the conclusion of this Christmas season, this feast is, in effect, a continuation of the mystery of Christmas. God became one of us at Christmas, and God stands with us and alongside us now as his public ministry, his saving mission, begins. 
Those words of the Father, you are my beloved son. My favour rests on you. Our words that through our own baptism are addressed to each and every one of us. Because Christ shares our lot, the Father looks at us with the same love and the same mercy and says tenderly and lovingly to each one of us, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter. My favour rests on you. God's favour rests on us. Another Pope, Pope John Paul II, incidentally both saints, he called Christ's baptism a luminous mystery, a mystery of light. Actually, St. George Prager, a little-known Maltese saint, came up with that first, but St. John Paul II made it famous, okay? A mystery of light, and that's important. Standing as it does at the beginning of this year, today's feast is like a beacon of light. And its radiance is meant to journey with us in the months ahead. Forever reminding us that Jesus is our dearest friend. He is our merciful saviour and our loving brother. Brothers and sisters, let us have the courage the faith and the joy to hear the Father's voice addressed to each one of us. You are my son, you are my daughter, you are beloved, and my favour rests on you. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of Brandon and Mildenhall in the UK, then please visit our website at stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. Alternatively, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash bmrcparish. To follow me on social media, go to my Twitter handle at Father Luke G. That's F-R Luke G. If you'd like to read pastoral and theological reflections, then check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's F-R Lukegoymore.com. Hope this podcast has been of some use to you and helps to nourish you in your journey of faith. God bless you.